Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, it is Go Birds, presented by Park Sportsbook and Casino. How about that, Elliot? We got a song, buddy. Oh, we well, need oh, there. My it mic is. being on would probably be a good hey, first step. What else? What and, else uh, would we expect here? Yeah, there we go. But uh, oh, I, I mean, I love that song. As I've said, my girlfriend Kristen, who by the way is gone for a few days, so I'm feeling sad about. You that. don't even. I've gotten multiple texts from Elliot right? already saying like, I don't know what to do with myself. Like, I'm, I'm I have lost no idea. By myself. Yeah. Thank God there's sports back. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I love the song. I literally play it so much you can't hear it anymore. She, she gets <laughs> She's done with it. But yeah. So long friend, time friend. Shout out to the yes. band that uh, that made our song. We got the name right on the podcast originally. And you we, got it right there. I got. Thank you. Yeah. Practiced. Practice I originally thought perfect. it was long time, first time, which, you know, from a radio perspective, people get it wasn't. Right. We got it right. So shout out to those guys. We are very appreciative of the song. All right, E, let's get into it. Uh, crazy to think. And of course, Go Birds Radio on WIP 215-592-9494. It is crazy to think that, Elliot... One week from today, yes. at this exact time, we are going to be in this studio talking about an Eagles football game the next day, man. This is real. Cuts are happening. We'll be all over it, letting you know. Still, I believe, eight players left uh, to cut to get down to the 53. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about all that, but football's here, man. Like, this is crazy. I mean, if you think about it, this is probably the longest any of us have gone in our lives without watching the Eagles since there was no preseason. That's a really great point. Right? I didn't I mean, think about it that way, but we, yes. We saw them in, like, it was, like, January, what they lose to the Seahawks? Like, the fourth? It's going to be... Somewhere around then, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, almost nine full months or whatever. So, yeah, I'm super pumped. But that being said, after watching this team for a month at training camp, like, I am nervous about the team. There are some par- some parts of me that are nervous about what I've seen. Yeah, Elliot. All right, so I haven't been down there. I've not gotten the chance to see them with my own eyes and all that, but... Everything we've heard from you, from the other people who've been down there, all the reports we've gotten, I don't know how you couldn't be nervous right now. It's one of those things where I, over the years, I've always tried to kind of ignore certain things heading into the season or look past certain things or whatever. It just feels like— And you do an excellent job, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Every year they're winning the Super Bowl. Not this year, sadly, I don't think. But, um, like, there's just a lot of 
negative signs, especially from an injury perspective heading into the season. Yeah. Now, I will say that, you know, there are positives I've seen. Um, but, yeah, the offensive line remains a major concern. But here's the thing. And the more I, you know, as we get closer to week one, I'm going to make my prediction for the season. At the end of the day, I think you still have to expect Carson Wentz to lead this team to a playoff win. <laughs> even with the injuries, even with the concerns, like this season right here is why you're paying Carson Wentz franchise quarterback money. The reason they pay him $130 million or whatever it is, the reason he's getting $37 million some years, right, is because you're paying him to be special. And I think back to, you know, about a month ago, we talked about this and said, what would be a successful Eagle season? And you had some of the same concerns. And honestly, your concerns, I think, have been proven correct, right? Like over the last month, they've been proven correct. But what, what also remains correct is Carson is the franchise quarterback for a reason. And if this season ends and he's not won a playoff game, it's a failure. It, he has to lead this team to the playoffs and win a game. It's his fifth year. Do you want to guess how many quarterbacks in the top 10 right now, uh, contract-wise, have won a playoff game? Uh, I know the way you phrase these questions, so let's say nine of them or eight of them. All right, it's nine, and you want to guess the one who you, <laughs> you want to guess these. the one who hasn't? Carson Wentz. It's Carson Wentz. Yeah. It's time to change yeah. that. So yes, there are concerns about the offensive line. I do see that, and I think that has to be taken into consideration. But if you're not expecting game-changing franchise special play from your quarterback, what's he making all that money for? To take pressure off him this year. I don't think it's something that should be done. I understand there's a lot going on, obviously, with COVID and all that. Like it, Those things matter. But they're still going to play the games. They're still going to pay Carson. He has got to be special this year. Period. I th Look, I think Carson is going to be special this year. You know that I'm, I'm all in on Carson Wentz this year. I think he's going to be great. But at a certain point, that you can only do what you could do with what's around you. I mean, we're talking about an offensive line that – could go into the season as a disaster. Yeah. As as a and we have seen, and it granted it's been a long time since we have not had a good offensive line here in Philly or or at worst a serviceable offensive line. A bad offensive line can end a team season. Mm -hmm. Like it could be the one Achilles heel that brings down an entire team. And that's not even talking about all the other issues this roster has right now. I mean all the things we get excited about seem to get taken away from us. Jalen Rieger not even starting the season. They didn't add enough at the wide receiver position to begin with. We're counting on so many young guys. There are so many holes throughout the roster. Javon Hargrave, I was so excited about that guy. We don't even know what he's going to contribute this year. It is, again, I want to be optimistic. I totally believe in Wentz and Doug. And if this is a playoff team at the end of the year, it's because of those guys. But to expect Carson Wentz to have to carry a roster that could look like a carcass of a roster if these injuries keep piling up, I think is unfair. Like, you can't See, ask Carson you, to do that. If you really believed in him... And I, I do can, believe well, in him. I, you're not acting like it or talking <laughs> like it. Because <laughs> if you really believed in him, you would think that he could do it, right? Like, and I, I'm how, not saying I don't. I'm not saying I don't. I'm just nervous about the season. I do think that, look, I think Carson Wentz is capable of, of pulling people up around him. We saw it at the end yes, of last year. Exactly. We saw those four games. But... It just feels like there's a lot heading wrong into the season that have nothing to do with Wentz. Like, this is not his fault if they can't protect him. And, mm -hmm. and again, look, he's one of those few quarterbacks in the league who has that special ability to make people miss, to hang in the pocket longer, to, to move around and all that stuff. 
I saw you make a face there. Yeah, I don't know if he has that. I mean, I'm not, it's not a knock on him, but I don't know if he has like an special ability to make people miss. I'm not miss. talking like Lamar Jackson make right. people miss, but in terms of in the that's pocket, fair, yes. like he has that's, pocket that's, mobility. Yes, is he is able to get out of sacks, get out of things is what I'm trying to say. Not to yeah, get that, in the open fair, field actually. and shimmy or whatever, but right. like I, I do think Carson Wentz is the kind of quarterback who can take a bad offensive line and make something out of it. But at a certain point, if you don't have enough around you, it's not your fault. Like I, my point is, I am nervous about this season. I'm not saying I, I can't see them doing better than we expect. And I'm sure there are a lot of other teams that are suffering things too. We get very myopic. We get very focused on what we see with the Eagles every day. So I'm sure other teams are going through it too. Yeah. But it just and feels it, like there's a lot of things out of Carson Wentz's control that are happening that are going to make it a lot harder for him. And I do wonder if we get like that with the offensive line sometimes. Like, I mean, I've probably been beating the drum that the offensive line's an issue. Maybe more than anybody else at the station, honestly, because I've been. The I don't think any been, question. That I've seen, been the you've one seen down it. there. You've yeah. seen it, yes. But then uh, sometimes, though, I take a step back and I wonder. Okay, well, Jason Kelsey's an All-Pro center. Isaac Sayamalo is a very good starting guard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a solid. If nothing else, he's he's a uh, adequate starting guard. No the question. The Eagles internally feel he's one of the best guards in the league. Wow. You know, I don't know if that's true or not. Hype it's, there. It, yeah, but look for the money he probably is. I mean, that contract is unbelievable. Yeah, but once he make like two million dollars, it's a unbelievable. Year. Yes, he, he doesn't is. have the same pressure Carson has. Let's yes, put it that way. Let's but uh, and look now, I think the Lane Johnson injury is, is a worry. Uh, but you still have Jeff, St- Jeff Stoutland, and I do think the fact that they have an elite head coach that's excellent at play calling will help mask some of these offensive line concerns. I think you can scheme your way to a certain degree around having a bad offensive line. But your point is still fair, that the offensive line is going to be a major issue. I'm just not ready to say you can't expect anything out of Carson because of that. Well, I'm not saying you can't expect anything. I'm saying to expect everything is too much. To expect that he— But is winning one playoff game expecting everything? No, but with the roster they have, like, again, and we've talked well, about— They're not the Bengals. I mean, their roster still has talent. No, but they're first of all, they're in a the by far the tougher conference. I think we can agree on that. There's a lot of good football teams in the NFC yes, and a I lot less that. good football teams in the AFC. That is one thing. But also, I mean, just there are so many things around him. A quarterback can only do so much. You need people around you. And I do think Doug makes a difference. And I'm excited to see what Skango has to offer and Morning Wig and if there's going to be new mm-hmm. kind of stuff going on with the offense. But— I mean, you just mentioned it, like the Lane Johnson thing. We yeah. have, he hasn't practiced in what three weeks or something Look, like that. Like I said, I want to like get a sign and go stand out here on Market Street and be like, everybody, like listen to what is happening with Lane. He has missed nine straight practices with this lower body injury. I don't know if he's going to practice next week. I think he probably will practice on Wednesday, but that is a concern. He's going into the season less than 100%. You have you have question marks at both tackle position. Well, and again, going less 100% with a guard next to him who's never played guard before. Granted, a Hall of Fame left tackle, but never played guard before. Like no, like those guys don't get to work together practically at all. Yeah, no, it's definitely a concern. Now, look, the Eagles seem like they're trying to do something at left tackle, bringing in Cordy Glenn. Uh, a veteran who's played, I think it's 97 games at left tackle. He had a really good year last year. I think he only allowed 20-something like twenty something pressures and 250 pass rushing snaps. So he actually had a pretty good year last year, and I think he will be an improvement o- over, well, definitely over Matt Pryor. Yeah, I, yeah. Over, over a guy who'd never played left tackle in the NFL right. before, sure. But again, like – and. There's a, look, let's put it this way, and I hope they sign Cordy Glenn because at this point, I think he's, if you're not going to pay Peters and move him over, that is easily the best option compared yeah. to what they have. But there's a reason Cordy Glenn doesn't have a job right now, and there's a reason that he's been out of football for a and little while. And it's weird because he's only 30. It's crazy. I know he had some injury issues him up, and I stuff. I him to be like 30. I mean, he was five. really good for a while there in Buffalo, yeah. and then it's kind of fallen off a cliff, which, to be fair, that does happen. Like, Jason Peters, that's what's so ridiculous about him still going is that doesn't happen very often. The guys who can 
stay that relevant and that athletic and that you know this position and take that beating for this long and stay in the game is is rare. I, I do think like when the Eagles have kind of you know they blueprint you know four or five years out or whatever, like it's got to be crazy to them that they that they are dealing right now with Jason Peters. Like three years ago, they probably thought that the it was one the year, end. Yeah, yeah, they were like, all right, we'll give him this one year deal and he w- won't play anymore. He keeps coming back, keeps playing, keeps playing at a high level, sure. honestly. And now, I mean, so let me ask you this really quick, though. Uh, would you rather sign Cordy Glenn or just give that money to Jason Peters and move him over? Well, I don't think it would cost as much to sign Cordy Glenn as it would well, to move How much do you think Jason. it's going to cost to give Peters? I mean, three or four million, maybe? I Like, I, Cordy Glenn's out of football right now. Like, I think yeah. you can get him for a very cheap deal. I'm talking like a couple mil or something to play left tackle. And I don't know. Like, I think if it were only two or three million, I think they would have given it to Peters and wouldn't have made it public and all that. I think he wants left well, tackle it money. Feels like a principle. I think he wants his ten million or whatever he's been paid to play left tackle the last few years, eight million, whatever it is. Like, yeah. I think that's what he wants. Regardless, my point I'm bringing up the lane thing and getting into this whole thing is that the margin for error is already so slim with this offensive line, with the injuries they have. And I'm not saying that Carson can't rise above it. I'm just saying that. There are so many things here that can go wrong that will make it not impossible, but almost impossible for Carson Wentz to get to where you expect him to get on his own. But but I think what we would both agree on is if you have a special season from a quarterback, you're going to be a playoff team. Like how many quarterbacks have legitimately special seasons and their teams aren't good, right? Like, so if Carson can turn in a special season and honestly, I think he's capable of doing it. Like, I'm not coming at this as like hating on the LTBB community and like, you know, the hating on the Bronco. Like, I hope Ike Reese isn't listening. Although, honestly, <laughs> I, I hope Ike is listening. I call in and get, get him if you're yeah. listening. But I just have the expectation of seeing Carson in training camp. Like, he, you know, he's had the best training camp, I think, since 2017. And that's a big deal. I tracked his quarterback training camp passer rating. What a, what a joy for you. Yeah. Was it just so good to be back? Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> I'm a, my happy place is inside of my, like, Eagles uh, training camp spreadsheet. I know. Like, I love, like, going oh, in. Oh, I like, know. Since I'm the only one that has it, it feels like I'm getting, like, secrets about what's happening in camp. But <laughs> but Carson had an outstanding training camp, in my opinion. Like, like, I think there were some issues at times, but considering everything, I think he, he was very good. So I think if he carries that into the regular season – the team should be expected to get in the playoffs. Like you, the NFC is tough. I agree with that, but they play in probably the easiest division. No doubt. Conference. And look, I think Dallas is going to be pretty good, but you only have one team to compete for, to compete with. And then if you get in the playoffs, you're at home if you if you win the division. So I still think the expectation, despite the issue, should be that they get in the playoffs and they win a playoff game. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Is it fair to expect that the expectations for Carson Wentz and the Eagles this year should be win a playoff game or bust? I don't think it's fair, and I don't think it's headed that way, and I I hope Carson can rise above it, but there's a lot of things making me very nervous about this season heading into the season. 215-592-9494. We'll get into cuts. We'll get into Zach Ertz. Let's start it out where we started out. Every Saturday, our boy from Abington, Tom. How you doing, brother? Yo, fellas. How we doing today? Tommy. All right, so uh, before I lay into the Bronco hater over uh, there, James, coming, <laughs> before that, I would be remiss if I did not point out my newfound respect and admiration for somebody there at the station. Yeah, I think you're going in this way, and I, I would agree with you. I, I think. Yeah, that, yeah. I'm going to bring up what occurred in that very studio at 8.30 in the yep. a.m. Yep. this morning. Shout out. 
Joe the hammered the camera, drove all the way back from the shore to touch the cup. Let me uh, let me give one of these. Golf clap. Yeah, like <laughs> seriously, like well done, Joe the camera. He drove Fantastic. back from the shore to to do this thing that is so ridiculous. But you know what? They're five and two when he does it. They're like two and four when he doesn't. Like. I'm impressed he did it. Shout out to Jody Cameron. Uh, the best part yeah. about the video, too, so he comes in, he touches the Stanley Cup, obviously with the Flyers playing tonight, and I'm watching it, and I'm thinking, you know what? He probably filmed this yesterday after the show. And he goes <laughs> and he goes on a streak of being like, the Phillies won last night. He totally did. Yeah. Lost. yeah. I talked to him this morning, like, after it happened. Like, he really did it. If it's the super fly- impressive. If the Flyers win the Stanley Cup, he belongs in the parade. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, what, even if they what lose tonight, like, I, I'm not going to bust Joe Stone no, at all. It's not his fault. That. It's yeah. not his fault. And no. and credit to Joe because he was a real jerk about this whole thing for a little while, but he kept saying at a certain point, people are going to be begging me to touch the cup. And wouldn't <laughs> you know it? Wouldn't you know it? Fantastic. Joe, if you're yeah. listening, kudos to you. Yeah, shut up. Um, all right. So the Bronco, right? All right. Elliot? Let's do it. All right. So what um what is the most important thing to a quarterback in the NFL, Elliot? His offensive line. Okay, thank you. Um you expect him to be special this year. Well, he, he's a special guy. He will be special. He showed you that at the end of end of last year with no receivers. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have an offensive line, Elliot, you can't put that pressure on the Bronco. But, but you just said you thought he's going to be spe- you think he's going to be special this year. He could be the most special. It could be Patrick Mahomes back there. If you don't have an offensive line, it it matters. What are we talking about But I'll also say that I didn't hear all about how important this offensive line was last year when everyone said Carson did it with nothing and no help on the field. I would just highlight that. That Well, I think that was was more towards the receivers. Yeah, well, obviously. But, look, I understand your point, Tom, for sure. Like, the offensive line is a concern. I just think this is why you pay a quarterback franchise money, right? Like, this is why you you give him all that money. This is why you go up and draft him number two overall is because when things aren't going right, you want him to be special and carry your team. Now, it is harder to do that with a bad offensive line than it is with bad receivers, right? I, I agree with you on that. But I don't think that means that we should just say, well, you know, whatever happens, happens. If they go seven and nine, it's not Carson's fault. Like, this is why you pay him the money. And I think that if he ends the fifth year of his career without winning a playoff game, that's really bad. Like that's a very bad sign of things to come. And frankly, who he is as a quarterback, if they don't, if he's, if they don't win a playoff game this year with him under center. Uh, James, I just threw open my mouth a little bit there. So <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, bow out on that note. You guys have a fantastic right, you weekend. Too, you Enjoy too, the game. Tommy. Great call. And yeah, look, um, shout out to Jody Camera. I think he deserves a, goat. That was a that was a goat move right yes. there. I. Uh, I, I got nothing else to say. Shout out. That Amazing. was impressive. I can't believe you actually drove back from the shore. I can believe that you're giving the Bronco a little a little. I'm, I'm sorry putting, putting pressure on Carson is, like, unheard of it's, in it's, But, again, it's not just that the problem is it's not just about Carson. Like, it, but it, it is, but it, it is, if we're being honest. He's the quarterback of the team. He makes franchise quarterback money. Like, yes, there are other components of the team. It is a team game. I get that. But the most important stat for a quarterback is, Wins and losses. And I think this is the year where you got to see it. You have to see it. 215-592-9494. Carson Wentz, is it fair to put that on him? Can this guy, should this guy be expected to win a playoff game this year with everything that's kind of going wrong around him? And also, coming up next, the Eagles 
made some cuts. We're getting close, yes. right? We are eight away from 53. We'll detail who's been cut and who Elliot, who was down there for all these practices, saw everything, thinks are going to be those next eight or some semblance of who those eight are. We'll get into that as well as your calls, 215-592-9494. But remember, the playoffs are here for hockey and basketball, and we've got baseball action continuing. Football is right around the corners we've been talking about all day. And so many of the Go Birds faithful have already joined us and set up their accounts and are having a blast. Legally betting on sports makes the game more fun. Like you, we love all the home teams, and that's why we go with the home team and have the home field advantage when it comes to sports betting. My team at Parks Casino and Sportsbook is right here in Bucks County. That means your money and your action are safe and secure on their easy-to-use sports betting app. The only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania. Speaking of the home teams, tonight we got a big one going. Hockey action. Game seven. And guess what? Philadelphia is an underdog. Plus 112. You can get it right now in the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Plus 112. I think they're winning tonight. I do. I'm nervous. I'm not proclaiming a guaranteed victory, but I think they're going to take this series. I think the momentum's on their side. And if I'm getting plus odds on it, why not make a little money while my team advances to the next round? And remember, again, you could do all this on the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Bet with the best. Sign up now and get a risk-free bet of up to $500. Yes, $500. Download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA. And here's the key. Use the promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. GOBIRDS. To get your risk-free bet of up to $500. That's P-A-R-X casino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. Risk-free bet is refunded on your loss as a free bet. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. James Seltzer, Elliot Shore Parks. Coming your way, Elliot's got a little news in there. What's going on? I can't. The funny thing, just so people know, like I can't talk to Elliot in his studio, so he's like gesticulating, being like, "I got something, I got yeah. something," but I have no idea what this is. So lay it on me. I'm, well, I'm as, as as uh unaware as the audience. This Tell was me. the biggest question coming into the day. What are the Eagles going to do with Sidney Jones? According to Ian Rappaport, the Eagles will be releasing Sidney Jones. Wow. Yes. So the Sidney Jones wow. era in Philadelphia is over. Look, this is surprising to me. I'm surprised they outright cut him. Not because I think he deserved a roster spot. Not because he had a good camp. It's just cutting a second-round pick. is It's hard to do mm-hmm. if you're a GM. I mean, it takes – you know, you got to swallow your pride on that one. So, I'm surprised they did it. Uh, I guess I would give Howie credit, though. I mean, before we get to ripping him, you know, for, for the pick <laughs> yeah. itself. Like, it was you a know, bad pick, it turned out. Howie could have easily just said, you know what, we're going to give him another year, and they didn't. So. Well, I'm surprised by that. I, I thought – Look, going into these cuts and looking at Howie's history, it always feels like Howie keeps his draft picks a year yes. too long or a little too long. Matt Collins, Sheldon Gibson, like we've seen these guys that kind of hang around longer than they should. Yeah, I'm I'm actually really surprised that they actually finally cut the cord now. To be fair, this we are, what, four years into the experiment here? So yeah, would have been his fourth year. Would have been his fourth year. But, yeah, I think, uh, like, I don't want to give too much credit because, you know, it's a bad pick, but yes, I'm I'm happy that they finally cut bait instead of 
pushing something that wasn't going to work. And I think that the writing started to be on the wall when a week ago, maybe like a week and a half ago now, Jim Schwartz was asked about how you can evaluate Sydney in training camp. And he basically said, look, time's running out. Like, this guy has to be yeah. out there in practice. It's like he's not playing. And when Craig James got an extension yesterday. I uh, thought that was a little writing on the wall type of thing. Yeah, yesterday. I think Jim Schwartz likes Craig James better than Sydney. And this also and probably Craig means- James plays special teams well yes. and all that. It, that matters in that spot. Yes. You're talking about your sixth cornerback. You want someone who's going to be a good special teams player for you. Absolutely. I also think this means Rasul Douglas is going to be on the roster. I, I will say, like, sometimes when it comes out that they're going to cut a player, you can pull off a last-second trade sure. if the team doesn't want him to go through waivers so that they, they can get him. But I would imagine they've been trying to trade him prior to this. I would so, think so, too. Yeah. So, look, when I look back at the Sidney Jones pick, did it work out? No, it did not. But I think it was still a risk worth taking in a lot of ways. I, was, look, I love the pick in the moment. I, yeah, I, I will be honest. all you can judge I about. thought it was yeah. a great upside shot to take. The guy was one of the two best corners in the draft before his injury. Yep. I loved him at Washington. I was in. Uh, I, I will not say that I was. I thought anything else. I was wrong, too, but mm. it still is a ding against Howie because he was wrong. And, and, yes, look, Howie has to live with the results of his pick. That's just how the job works, right? But I think at the time it made sense to do. I also think they would have preferred to take Dalvin Cook there. I think they got jumped yep, by the Vikings. they got jumped by the Vikings. Got jumped by the Vikings. What him. a miss that turned out to be, huh? Yeah, and, look, they, they tried. I mean, they gave Sydney a full year to recover, right? I mean, I think he didn't play until Week 17 that year. Correct. Uh, I think he just can't stay healthy. I still think – if Sydney could stay healthy and had never suffered that injury, I believe he is a good football player. Yeah. Oh, no, I believe the guy we saw at Washington w- would have been a good NFL player. It's just, look, sometimes those injuries, and we've seen it especially with Achilles, maybe not with Brandon Brooks or Jason Peters, but Achilles injuries for an athlete who needs to, you know, have that kind of bounce in his step, especially a cornerback backing yeah. up all the time. Like, that's a bad injury, and sometimes people just don't recover. Yeah. And it I, just I, seems I think, like he never got that burst back. And, you know, I said this uh, on the pod, but – I think that the Sidney Jones decision was in some ways going to be like a Howie versus Jim Schwartz thing where Howie probably would have preferred to keep to keep Sidney and Jim Schwartz did not. So I, you know, I think a knock on Howie prior, like Howie 1.0 before the whole Chip Kelly thing happened, a knock on him was he didn't really like listen to people. I think Howie has shown now that he has grown in that way. He does listen to the people around him. And I think this shows in the Sydney in the decision to release Sydney. 215-592-9494 if you want to weigh in on the potential, likely it seems, Sydney Jones release any of the other cuts. And, and is it fair to expect Carson Wentz to win a playoff game with all that's around him this year? Coming up, we're going to get to, oh, looks like there's more. A little, well, a little bit of breaking news. Uh, so according to Jeff McLean of the Inquirer, the Eagles are still trying to trade Alshon Jeffrey. Oh, so maybe you see something happen. Yeah, that, that is yeah. interesting. And he wasn't put on the pup list. He's not put on the pup which, list, which yes. was something we thought might happen. So that right. is interesting. So uh, we will keep our eye on that as well. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four plus more cuts to come. We'll get to Elliot's thoughts on who those could be and and someone who was cut, who Elliot thought had the best camp of anyone. Another another cut. This oh, is perfect goodness. timing early on in the show. Uh, Sharif Miller, another fourth round Wow, so back-to-back, like, draft capital investments. Yes. That one is especially, like, he was a fourth-round pick last year. He'll have never played a snap for the team. That is, that is, I mean, that's, yeah, I'm I'm really surprised that Howie's admitting mistakes that quickly there. Philadelphia native, Penn State guy. So, yeah, look, I hope Sharif gets a shot somewhere else, obviously. After a year and being a fourth-round pick, you would really hope so. I mean, if he doesn't get claimed, I get that. It's been a year, but if you draft a guy in the fourth round and you cut him the next year and he's not on a team, that's a serious misreading of the draft board by Howie Rose. Oh, yeah, and look, I mean, Clayton Thorson cut last year. I mean, that 
you know, you had five picks last year and two of them are already off the team. It's not no. an idea. And one is, you know, has a bicep injury out for the year. Not ideal. 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Florida and talk to our good buddy, Ja'Cory. Hey, Ja'Cory. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's going on, Ja'Cory? Thanks for calling in, man. No, it's all good. I missed y'all last week, but um, check it out, man. This is this is a lot. I was going to react to the Sydney Jones news and the other news. Man, this is this is surprising. Uh, I really thought Sydney was going to make it this year. I was rooting for him to get that C2, the cornerback two job, but mm-hmm. it didn't work out. It's just surprising. You know, I think Sydney for everything. I'm not going to bash him. Thank you for everything. You know, that Dallas game was just – that Dallas play, that last play of the game was yeah. his best play of his career. Um, yeah, I mean, helped save the I Eagles' feel, season. Oh, yeah. I feel like um, with Sharice Miller, it was just, I don't know. We just, we, he didn't, he never get a chance, so we didn't know what we can be. I wish, you know, the best for him. But this is like a, a sign, you know, telling, you know, these incoming rookies, like, look, if you don't produce, you ain't doing what you're supposed to do, yeah. you're going to be gone. It's a good point. You know, it is a good point, Jacory. It's it sets a tone, you know, and 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 again to this point, like where this has been a fault that you could find in Howie over the past few years, hanging on to these guys too long. I mean, Matt Collins is such a classic, perfect example of right. a guy who everyone knew shouldn't be on the team, shouldn't be getting the opportunities he was getting, and kept getting them, and that was because he was a high pick. And, and on the flip side, pick, and that, on the flip know, side pick. of that, it's an excellent point you bring up, Jacory. The flip side is. So Craig James is going to make the roster over Sidney Jones. Craig James, right. undrafted rookie, right? Didn't have anything invested in him. Came in and won the job. This probably means Joe Osman is going to make the roster or Casey Tuhill. And Casey Tuhill. Yes, yeah, exactly. one of the two at least. One's a seventh round pick. One was undrafted. So the Eagles are are showing that if they say there's going to be a competition, they will let the best player win because when you cut a second and a fourth round pick for guys that you don't have as much invested in, that really speaks to your point to other guys in the locker room that if I go to the Eagles and I play well, I'll get on the field. Yeah. Um, with the Carson Wentz thing, um, I feel like, look, his last game this season, either is he's got to be walking off the field in a playoffs with a win or a loss. You know, mm-hmm. I want Carson to stay healthy for the rest of the for the whole season, like he did. I feel like he was if he was never cheap shot in that game, we would have beat Seattle. I agree. But I think this is gonna go hand in hand. I feel like nobody's talking about this. This is gonna go hand in hand with the offensive defense. The defense got to create turnovers, the force, you know, give us a short field or just a score points, foot points. We just can't, the offense can't go these, you know, long drives. And the defense goes out there and they give right up a seven. They yeah. got to give us a short field, flip the field for us and everything. Well, hey, quick thing. Yeah, go ahead. Seltzer, um, look, I've been watching this movie for a while and I really like it. Um, this new movie that just came out. I like the movie um, uh, with uh, Adam Sandler. I forget the name, but I really like that movie. That's on Netflix. It, it just came out. It's real good. It's real good. All right, I'll look. I'll, I'll check. Oh, I'm looking for Uncut Gems. Watch, is that huh? the one you're talking about, Jacory? About the gambling? Yeah, that, yes. That's a real good yeah, movie. I want to check it out. I've heard good things. Good looking out, Jacory. Great call as always. Um, to his point there, though, like not just does the defense need to to create turnovers, make some stops, and all that, but like. The offense, and hopefully Deshaun can help with this, hopefully yes. the quick receivers, the offense has to have some more quick scores. The offense has to have some more big plays. Like, regardless of what the defense does, and the offensive line obviously a part of this, but they can't be that slow, 
plotting same type of offense. We need to see some sort of dynamic type of thing with this and, offense. And they've talked about that in training camp, right? They've said that that's the improvement they want to make. Obviously, you know, they still third down red zone. That's the areas they really need to, to thrive in. And ultimately, if they're having 12, 13 play drives and scoring, you're not going to complain about that. But your point is correct that like last year, they had to be so perfect on long drives. It just it reduces the margin for error when you have to do it so you know, the long drives like that. So if they're going to be able to hit the long long ball, yes, Deshaun's going to have to do it, John Hightower, Quez Watkins. But it's also tougher to do the, to to pull that stuff off if Carson only has you know a second and a half to throw it or whatever. These guys have to be able to get down the field. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. There was uh, if you listened to the show last week, there was or two weeks ago we weren't on last week, but the last time we were on, there was a big question of if Elliot was going to live up to his side of a deal. He did. We talked about it on the podcast. We haven't talked about it here, but Justin in Tennessee knows Elliot did watch a few good men, right, Justin? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He did live up to it. Unfortunately, you know, we were kind of underwhelmed. A little disappointed <laughs> yeah. with his take on it. Uh, but his but yeah, I thought but, it was good, uh, not great. I'll also say shout out to everybody. Like the callers kept me honest on this yeah, on this bet. Did. Like people tweeted me, DM'd me, emailed me. <laughs> Saying that I had to watch it, so well, we got to come up with the next one. Maybe we'll do that yeah. at the end of this I'm call. I'm still happy I watched to, it. I it's just, a great movie. I thought it was only okay. Yeah. Well, right. if you would have stayed into the movie and out of your phone, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Well, that's the phone. movie's fault. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, because because I mean, when I watched the real Housewives, Housewives of New York, yeah. you know, I, I watched it. You no, know, I didn't sit and play well, on the he phone. He invested and, in it. I, I don't think it's yeah, a coincidence. I, I, saw, that, I saw Corinda's meltdown and. Yep. There we the go. Other, yeah, it was just, God, it was horrible. Anyway, let's get into the real deal. <laughs> yeah, talk to Listen us. Me and Big Game James in the house. How you doing, fellas? I'm good, man. It's good to hear your voice, Justin. Yeah. What's on your mind? I see that. Uh, so, Justin, you called up before the Sidney Jones news, but it yeah. says here you were going to talk about Sidney Jones even before it. What's on your mind? Yeah, well, nothing, man. <laughs> uh, What's your reaction, what about- let's say? I, I was surprised. I figured they would either keep him one more year or find a trade partner for well, him. Sorry, Justin. I mean, Justin, not to interrupt. I apologize. But more breaking news that I, I want to get your both oh reaction to. Oh, my goodness. Rasul okay. Douglas also being released. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Well, that, it, that uh, is, what, what are the odds that it, look at the call screener right now? If Justin Tennessee, it says Sidney Jones and Rasul Douglas are the two people you want to talk about. I, I'm the death What man. are the odds here? I'm the death nail. Oh, my God. There's somebody else we should have. got anything you want to say about Alshon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Alshon. What about Alshon? Is, is he going to be the right guy? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, wow. Well, okay. What do you think about them bringing Deontay Burnett back? I mean, is that going to happen now? Probably since he cleared waivers. Because, I mean, here you tell it. He's the second coming to J-Matt. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I trust you. Look, look. Deontay Burnett, to me, had the best training camp of any player there. I thought he was phenomenal. He caught 24 of the 27 passes thrown his way. He had five touchdowns. He was everything the Eagles could have hoped. I was surprised they cut him, surprised they cleared waivers. If they get him back, and I do think he would want to come back here, and I think they would want him back, yeah, that's absolutely a move they should make. Now, we'll see if another team signs him. The fact that he cleared waivers obviously shows you know, a lack of interest. But, um, yeah, I I hope they bring him back because I think he can really help this team. Well, I mean, for everybody out there listening, I don't know if y'all heard it earlier in the week as well, though. But didn't didn't Mike Quick give him a ringing endorsement as well? So yeah, yeah, I Mike mean, Quick, Mike Quick it's not thought he looked Elliot, great, guys. I mean, anybody out there listening? It's is, literally it's been Mike everyone Quick. down there. It has been everyone exactly. who's seen this has has been really excited about what he's done and what he could bring. 
Exactly, exactly. But anyway, I know y'all probably got a full bank of callers. Uh, James, if y'all want to take another movie. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. In fact, any caller that wants to throw a movie at Elliot, maybe we can get the next one on the line. Justin, you could be the first one. I'll make a list. What is your recommendation for Elliot to watch? Well, have you seen Jerry Maguire? Let's go that route. Yes. Okay. Okay. What about Almost Famous? I actually have seen that one. So you're, oh, wow. yeah, Holy I'm, crap. I'm, I'm on a roll here. Yeah, yeah. it's a okay, miracle. Guys, guys, I'm out. Y'all throw some movies today. We got a culture this cat. Yeah. Boys, I'm going to get out there. Love you, man. Thanks, Joss. We appreciate the call. Yeah, we got a, any caller who wants to, at the end of their call, let us know a movie that Elia has to see. If it is before the year 2000, even though Justin just missed a couple there, it is very likely that Elliot has yes. not seen it. So uh, if you think there's a movie he needs to see, I'll start it off. Pulp Fiction, I'm guessing you haven't seen Pulp Fiction? Nope. Yeah. Watch Pulp Fiction. It's an outstanding movie. All right. 215-592-9494. The news is coming hot yeah, and I'm heavy. I'm stunned by this. We honestly. did not expect, certainly. So now they're, what, five five spots to go if these reports are correct, the, the three we've been told? Yeah, and look, the other thing is, right now, the only cornerbacks they have, they have Darius Slay, Avante Maddox, Nicole Roby Coleman, Cravon LeBlanc, and Craig James. That's five. Avante Maddox didn't practice last week with a lower body injury. They must be confident about where he's at health-wise. And, again, they can bring guys back on the practice squad that can play in the game, which is a, a twist this year. But I'm very, very surprised that they cut both Rasul and Sims. Me too. And, again, you're cutting a second- and third-round pick from that draft. Is uh, how he's really cutting some some picks he made, and that's yeah. a surprise. We'll react. 215-592-9494. What do you think about these cuts? Sidney Jones, Rasul Douglas, what does it mean for the team? And, of course, expectations for this team this season. What is fair? It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. Howie Roseman making some cuts today. Sidney Jones out. Rasul Douglas out. Sharif Miller out. That is a second and a third and a fourth round pick of Howie out the door, Elliot. Man, ah, look, you got to give Howie credit for doing it. But this is not a good day for the Howie Roseman no, draft. No, like, no, I mean it's. I a, mean those are three high-profile picks yeah. at positions of need yep. that are going. You're going to end up getting almost no contributions from. Again, Sydney made big plays down the stretch. I do think Rasul Douglas will succeed in the NFL with his next team. I, think I he, like Rasul. He's a too. playmaker. He's tough. He can tackle. But again, like you're cutting him now, and then Sharif Miller obviously you know, never played a snap. Unbelievable. Clearly just did not work out. What a mess. Yeah. What a mess. It's a huge miss. It's It's a huge miss. And the other part of, the other reason it's such a huge miss is they only picked five players last year. Yep. And one Uh, of them was Clayton Thorson, too. Look at the five players. Andre Dillard. (laughs) Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders, who might be good enough that. J-Jaw. J-Jaw, who's had a good camp, but I would think. Far from, yeah. So of those four, you're, well, three, two of them are. Miles Sanders looks like the only one who you feel is going to be a real I mean, I mean think about this. Time. They had five picks in the 2019 draft, and you can only count on one of them this season. A year removed, you can only count on one of them, and maybe two if you include our Sega Whiteside. That is absolutely brutal. It's brutal. And when you're not making a lot of picks, like if you want to trade picks for veterans, that's your prerogative, that's your strategy, but it means you have got to hit on these on these. Picks. It's massive. I mean, this year they, they added, I think they ended up with 10 picks. Right? Well, and that, like we've talked about, we talked about going in and even more so now, like this draft class, and look, it, it's looked better than expected at first. You know, we've got a lot of guys flashing. Rager obviously mm-hmm. gets hurt, but look good. The young wide receivers look good. Sean Bradley, I mean, we've had guys flash, 
Hertz looks good. You know, obviously yeah. the quarterback part of it holds but up. Another thing. person you're probably not going to get anything. Right, from this exactly. Yeah. Like this is such an important draft class for Howie Roseman for him, his future in Philadelphia and his legacy as well. Like this is a this is a big one, and that's why. On, while I do want to give him credit for cutting him, that does not outweigh the miss. No, the miss and is bigger is than hard. the credit. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. Second round, third round, fourth round. Like these guys should be contributing players for you, if not their rookie year by yeah. their second year. No, none of these three turned into consistent. Uh, look, I, I agree that he deserves some credit for finally deciding to move on, but far, far more of a ding against him for taking yes. them in the first place than for deciding to cut them. 215-592-9494. We'll continue to keep you updated as this stuff comes out. Already three bigger cuts than we expected in this show. So uh, let's go back to the phones. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Brumont and talk to Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. What's happening? I know, Mike, I know this is a go birds, but how pumped are you for game seven tonight? Oh, dude, I'm loving it. I, I know. It. It. I, I saw your name. I'm like, Mike's ready for tonight. I know. Oh, it. man, I'm, I'm at work right now. I, I was going to call you anyway because I like I love your guys' show. I had to call in. Thanks. Yeah, man, game seven tonight, I am so ready. My, my one buddy's like, if it's dark enough, I'm going to set the projector up outside. So, oh, cool. that so sounds awesome. That's not, Yeah, that sounds And uh, for fun. those, it's been a, a, a while since we've had a Flyers team that we were this excited about. Like, Game seven, playoff hockey. Oh. There is literally nothing better in all of sports. As oh, as man, they played um, – Big Daddy did the his five greatest game sevens earlier with uh, Ray. Ray and Glenn. And awesome. number one was game seven, 2010 versus the Bruins. I mean, how could it not be? 3 0 3 I mean, come on. My, I remember my friend, our friend from DC, was up. She, we had we had a wedding, and she was she was visiting, and it was just I didn't have anybody over for the game. It was me and my wife, our friend Evelyn, and me and you know, my wife. Said, I made her a big Flyers fan, and we were screaming and yelling the whole time. And her, she's like, "Wow, you guys really get into this." <laughs> not like that. In, like she was living in DC. Well, it's she, it's she so intense, a, man. Like there's yeah, an intensity was, to it that you don't yeah. find anywhere else. And and look, man, if they can win tonight, especially oh, after. You know the OT wins, fighting back from three one. Like yeah. it, there, there'd be a real special feel to it. So, uh, um, yeah, it's don't you don't see too many game seven OT winners either. I mean, Lupul did it. Lupul did it a few years ago. No, yeah, and, and I mean they would. Yeah. I think the first team ever to win all four, right? If they did do it, which would be wild. Yeah, I don't. You know what, James? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, that's, that's a good. One. That would be my guess. Yeah. Anyway, what do you got on the Eagles, Mike? Oh, uh, Eagles, Carson, Carson. You know what? I think this is what I'm going to say. So the O line is. It is what it is anymore, but I think that Doug and the rest of the offense, I think they can try and work around it. Again, I said this before, and everybody says it, Carson's so much better on the move. And if they're going to struggle, you know, one-on-one, move the line, move Carson, move the pocket. Move yeah, Mike. On the move. I, thanks for the call, brother. I really appreciate it. And and I think that's super important, Elliot. And that look, that's literally what LTBB is. That's the whole concept of what Ike has done and – let the Bronco buck. But we know that we've seen in the past that this team is hesitant at times to let him buck, to yes. let him just freelance and do his thing and all that. And it is the best version of him. Do you think we will, like, do you think they're going to be more willing to let him do his thing in that way? Or do you think they're going to try and keep him tight until they kind of let him go later in the season or whatever? Well, the coaching hires they made makes you think that they will. I mean, bringing in Scangarillo, bringing in Morningwig, uh, these are guys that, are come from offenses where the quarterbacks move a lot. Carson is at his best outside of the pocket. We, we You hit the nail on the head. That is for sure where he is the best at. I personally don't think long-term he can win like that. I just I don't think – look, he has an injury history. I just think 
the best quarterbacks, I still believe, win from the pocket. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Well, I mean, Russell Wilson. I mean, there are guys, and granted, he can play from the pocket, but there are guys who, who can Russell, yeah. move around. And But Russell's also, I've never Russell seen anyone also, take hits but, the way he does. Like It's unbelievable. Right. He never gets hit. I should also say, I guess what I mean is, you have to be able to win from the pocket. Whereas I don't think Carson has shown he can do that. Carson, when he's in the pocket, to me, is not a consistent enough passer. I think he has accuracy issues. He misses open throws. Like, he does have problems from in the pocket. So I think they'll move him around more. And look, with the offensive line, he's going to have to be moving probably anyway. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think he's best from outside the pocket. I just think it's a risky strategy long term. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Beth Lev and talk to our good buddy, Kenny. Hey, Kenny. What up, man? I had to come up with a new entry line. I like it. And, and uh, Seltzer Short Parks, as I've said to you before, sounded to me like a Cape May Vista. But now <laughs> it kind of sounds like purveyors of fine spring water. Wow. I'm that is, uh, I could take that. I, I've always <laughs> wanted to be. I like spring water. Well, so water is my favorite drink. So Plus, good, good, well. good use of purveyor. It's a, it's a, uh, it's well, a good I'm, word right there. You know, I'm a wordsmith. So yeah. Yes, you are, Kenny. We know. What's on your mind, brother? All right. Well, I had a sports point, which I know is rare, <laughs> but Ja'Cory kind of beat me to it with putting Goddard next to whatever gaping black hole we have at, at left tackle. And I do, I do think it's a smart move. Um, but before I get to my pivot, I just want to say, Joe DeCamera, there was never any doubt from this guy standing here in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. If I know one thing about Joe DeCamera, if it makes for good radio, he's doing it. Well, I would even take it. I would even take it a step further. I don't think it. I don't think it had anything to do with radio. I think it's that there are few people who love Philadelphia sports more than Joe DeCamera. And if there was even the slightest infinitesimal whatever chance that him touching the cup makes any sort of difference, he was going to drive back and do it. Joe is, is loves Philly sports more than anyone I know, I think. So I think that and was the biggest more reason. about it than Well, than obviously, obviously, yes. Not Again, for, he not cried for, after, not, you know, I mean, like he, he cries all the time about it. He loves Philly sports. <laughs> all right, so, Elliot, real quick. Yes. Have you seen The Karate Kid? I don't think I have. I mean, it's oh my God. maybe well, when you I was would know younger. If you hadn't, I mean, if you that's would like know. with the wax on, wax off. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I, it's, a I two mean, part, it's a two-parter, Elliot. Okay. Watch The Karate Kid and then watch Cobra Kai, which so far is two seasons in. And it's on Netflix now. Yeah. I, I, I've been meaning to get Netflix to it. Now. It's good, Kenny. It's, I've been meaning to get to Cobra Kai. James, it is awesome. Nice. You okay. will come to love Johnny Lawrence. William Zabka. William Zabka of back to school fame and just one of the guys. Yep, there you go. Look All right, that. well, I will check both out. Like I said, I got a lot of free time these next few days. Kenny, at thanks, least after thanks for calling in, brother. We always appreciate it. I love it. you guys. We'll talk soon. Can't awesome. wait, brother. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I, Karate Kid's a great movie. Uh, super fun. And I've been meaning to watch Cobra Kai, which is a TV show set years later with the characters. So. Now, is Karate Kid a movie that like I have to have be been a kid to enjoy? Am no, I enjoy no, 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 no. I watched it. I mean, I've, I've seen it multiple times, but I saw it again like you know, five, three, four years ago, and it holds up. It's super entertaining. It's fun. You would like it. It's, okay. it's a very good movie. I don't know if that's going to be the movie. I don't think it will be either. I think there are other better options, but Karate Kid is certainly a great one. 215-592-9494. We'll continue to... to give you the breaking news as it happened. Sidney Jones, Rasul Douglas, Sharif Miller all reportedly 
going to be cut by the Eagles. We'll continue to see who else is cut as they have still five more spots to get down to 53. And uh, we'll find out who Elliott thinks those spots could be. And, of course, Carson Wentz, is it fair to expect him to win a playoff game this year with what's surrounding him, or is that just asking too much? 215-592-9494. Thank you to Kevin Keenan, who's getting out of here. We appreciate it. Uh, and, again, Go Birds Radio on Sports Radio WIP. And, of course, the playoffs are here. Hockey, basketball. We got baseball action continuing. Obviously going pretty good in Philadelphia right now. And football, as we keep talking about, is right around the corner. And so many of the Go Birds faithful have already joined us and set up their accounts and are having a blast. Legally betting on sports makes the game more fun. And like you, we love the home teams. And that's why we go with the home team and have the home field advantage when it comes to sports betting, my team at Parks Casino Sportsbook is right here in Bucks County, which means that your action and your money are safe and secure on their easy-to-use sports betting app, the only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania. And remember, tonight, Game 7, Philadelphia hockey action. They are an underdog tonight. You can get them for plus 112 on the Parks app. I think they're going to win. I think they get it done tonight. And if you can make a little extra because of it, why not do it? That seems like a good idea to me. The Parks Casino Sportsbook app, bet with the best. Sign up now and get a risk-free bet of up to $500. Yes, $500. Download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use the promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S, GOBIRDS. To get your risk-free bet of up to $500, that's P-A-R-X, casino.com slash P-A. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is refunded on a loss as your free bet. Elliot Short Parks, James Seltzer. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. A lot of news in that first Ooh. hour of the show. We came in talking about expectations, and all of a sudden we're talking about some surprise cuts. Elliot, so so far as we talked about, reportedly, of course, mm. Sidney Jones, Rasul Douglas, Sharif Miller cut. Out. And maybe they are into, maybe they are able to trade them like before four o'clock before they have to release them. That's always a possibility. But it also says something that these guys seem to have no value around the league. Yeah. I mean, again, Sharif Miller was a fourth-round pick last year, and I get that. Crazy, You man. know, there's not, like, bad film out there on him. He didn't play. I mean, I know he was in the preseason, and clearly if, if a team's trying to trade him after one year, that's a red flag. But you have to cut your fourth-round pick a year later. That is absolutely brutal. And, you know, during the break, I pulled up the Eagles draft history from the, these last few seasons, and it's rough, man. Andre Dillard looks like a miss. Miles Sanders, a hit, obviously. Arcega Whiteside looks like a miss. Sharif Miller, a miss. Clayton Thorson, a miss. 2018 was better. You got Dallas Goddard, Avante Maddox, Josh Sweat, Matt Pryor. Those all look like those were hits. And then Jordan Mylott in the seventh round. That's a seventh round pick. Mm -hmm. But yeah. But then is. the year before that, I mean, it's basically Barnett, Barnett and Nate Gary, right? And I, I mean, think at this point, we can call Barnett, in my opinion, a miss. Yeah, for that a pick. A top like, 14 pick. Yeah. Like, unless you, he busts out this year. And again, look, that does happen. I mean, different position, whatever. But like Devontae Parker is someone who pops in my mind who was like, you know, a mid first round pick stunk for four years yeah. and then was awesome last year and got new contracts. So like it does happen, especially with how young he is. But I think right now, if you're looking at it, you have to say that was a miss. I mean, the 2017 draft, like you said, Derek Tim and Nate Gary, right? That's it. Y yeah. Those are the only guys on the squad now. I mean, Matt Collins, obviously not here anymore. Donald Don Pumphrey, Pumphrey terrible miss. Yeah. Shelton Gibson was back last Elijah year. For a little, Qualls. Elijah Qualls. Elijah Qualls. Yeah. I mean, 
look, drafting is hard. Again, I, yes. I think that's important to say. Like, it is hard to do. But if you're going to be the GM of a team that's paying a quarterback thirty, you know, whatever he makes a year, thirty-five, thirty-seven million dollars, you have got to hit on these picks. Like, they have to find young talent that can start and contribute for them. They, like, you look how top-heavy the roster is in, in salaries. I mean, they're projected to be seventy million dollars over the salary cap mm-hmm. next year, like, and in age too. And in yes. age, a lot of those guys we're talking about are 30, late 20s at best. Like, there is not a huge influx of young, cheap talent on this roster right now. And also, when we talk about the offensive line issues uh, for this year, they there are big, big issues. But there's also issues down the road, like Lane's getting up there. Kelsey might not even be back next year, mm-hmm. right? Like, where's the Andre Diller was supposed to be your young talent? Like, Where's the young talent that you're developing that you feel can come in and play? I mean, Matt Pryor, but if you're going to have him lining up the left tackle, I think that's, frankly, detrimental to I his agree. development. So, and also was a six-round pick, right? Like, this right. is not someone who's pedigree, not some Like, they need to invest some. And the problem is when you invest a first-round pick in Andre Dillard and that looks like it's not going to work out. I know he got hurt and all that, but, like, I don't have high hopes for that. Like, that's a massive miss that can set you back. Now the question is, what's Howie going to do about it, yep. right? Or to a larger degree, like, I wonder how Jeffrey Lurie feels about this. I mean, we, we talk about how much uh, kind of rope, rope Howie yeah. has, but this is a bad day. I mean, if you're Howie and you're sitting in there with Lurie and you're saying, these are the cuts we're making, like, Lurie has to look back at him and say, why are we using these high draft picks on guys that can't even get on the field for us? Like, I think Rasul played well when he got out there, but they – they really never gave him a chance, in my opinion. In 2017, he started, I think, seven games, and then they went back to Ronald Darby, who struggled, right? A guy that they traded for. But they, they never had faith in him to even go out there and give him a real shot to play, in my opinion. Sydney, obviously, we, we've talked about with the injuries, but like these guys aren't even contributing. You have to find contributing players in the draft if you want to be a long, long-term GM that wins. Yeah, and if you want to be a competitive team every year like they say they are, we're always in, we're always going for it, we're always competitive, you absolutely have to hit on these picks. That's why this last draft, you know, it's going to end up being an incredibly crucial one for Howie And Rosen's it looks good so far, at least, for what it's worth. Yes, I know it's look, very that, early we're, on. We're, but. But, and again, no games or anything, right. but yeah, I agree. 215-592-9494, let's go back to the phone, let's go to South Philly and talk to our good buddy Todd. Hey, Todd. Yeah, what's up, guys? What's going on, buddy? Nothing much. So first, I just want to say I can't excuse many of Howie's things, but the Sydney pick, even though it didn't work out, I still think it was a good pick. Agreed. Like yeah, we both extra, liked it. I, I yeah. can't kill him for a pick that in the moment I thought was a really smart pick. It's like, it's like that one ex-girlfriend you're like you're still friends with. It was just like it didn't work out, but it was probably right in the moment. That, that's a Sydney joke. Like. Todd, Todd you're excited. always you're always great with the uh, <laughs> with the relationship analogies. <laughs> this is a go-to. But, yeah, I very much did like the Sydney pick and still think it was correct. But second, I am a huge fan of Miles Sanders for fantasies here. Even with the O line going down, I actually think that makes his stock go up in PPR league because there's going to be a lot of those fun screen plays this year. Especially, well, yeah. with lining, especially with lining Dallas Goddard up on the left side next to whoever's playing left tackle. We can get some tight end screens. We can get some halfback screens. I'm very excited for Sanders. Well, let me tell you, Todd, I could not agree with you more. So much so that I took him with my first pick in the WIP. That is true. Draft. The eighth so, pick in the draft. Not yeah. messing around. So I am all in on uh, Miles. I agree that the offensive line is going to be an issue, but he's going to get so many targets. He's going to dominate the carries. I think he get close to 300 touches this year. So yep. I, I think he's, you know, 
1,800 total yards, 2,000. I think these are realistic goals for him. I agree. I'm super excited about him. And then I had one more question with – so Lennon Fournette just got dropped by the Jags and signed by the Bucks for a very minuscule deal. Him and Alvin Kamara have very similar career stats. They're obviously different types of backs. Is, is this going to be Kamara's last year with the Saints? And if so, is he? I don't think he's going to get a big contract. Do you guys think so? I think Fournette kind of bottomed out that market. I, I think he Thanks will. Thanks for the call, brother. Yeah, I, and a little bit of news here, which is also surprising. Eagles are releasing Joe Osman. According wow. To, so, so Casey Tuhill probably Coast, a lot. Yeah, Casey has to be on the roster, the roster, I would think. But man, that is. That's surprising. My 53-man roster prediction is it's not like looking a, good. It's a dumpster fire yeah, at this, this point. Yeah, this is tough. It looks like a March Madness bracket or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, Alvin Kamara. Sorry, I'm just I'm floored that they also released Joe Osman. Um, Alvin Kamara, I think, is definitely going to get paid. I mean, I know he has similar numbers, but they're such different players. Yeah. Alvin Kamara, he would He's kill it. He's so in much more offense. dynamic. I yes. mean, the only reason the numbers are similar is because Fournette's got a lot of work. You look at yards per carry, yards per catch, all these different things like – He's probably nowhere near Fournette, I would assume, in terms of uh, or Kamara in terms of those type of numbers. And also, you know, this is the fun part about doing this live. Ten minutes ago, we're saying, you know, if you're Joe Osman, you have a good camp. You're going to make the roster, there, you know. And yeah. now he's gone. Yeah. So, well, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't Tuhill, always. Work I guess out, right? for now, right? We'll see by four o'clock. But I'm I'm surprised by these cuts. Honestly, these are young players that they're cutting. Like, yeah, and again, like this is a team that needs young talent and needs cheap young talent. I, I agree, and certainly the draft pick ones have surprised me. Two one five, five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Northeast Philly and talk to Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, man? Thanks for calling in. Yeah, man. Um, I, I also picked Miles Sanders uh, seventh overall in my draft, so um, very nice. You know, my whole team's teetering on him. Yeah. <laughs> Well, me and your teams both. I you guys both, could tell me. I'm sorry. I said me and your teams both. We I need him to have a good year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also picked Daniel Jones a little early too. So there you go. Um, I, I need your help. Uh, tell me how to feel. Right. I spent the last couple seasons really turning my back on Carson Wentz. Right. Ever since that Rams game in 2018, I just thought unfulfilled potential, and then. Last season, the last four games, he really pulls it together and does really well. And, um, you know, I, I can't decide whether or not, you know, he was the problem or he wasn't the problem. And I would love for you guys to tell me how to feel uh, for this for this upcoming Well, season. I think you're going to get different uh, answers from each of us. I would tell you he's a top six quarterback in the NFL. He's going to be awesome. Have faith. Elliot would probably not say yeah, that. I mean, top six is absolutely insane. I, I think, look, your feelings on Carson, in my opinion, are exactly right. I think at this point, we don't know about Carson. Like, that's kind of where I really disagree with a lot of people on Carson is everyone, like James, you say he's top six. Mm -hmm. He's not a top six quarterback. He's just not. So, like. What so, do you mean he's just not? Like, he's not. He doesn't have the resume for it. I mean, he just, he is not. Resume, it's not about resume. It's about watching these guys and who's the best. I mean, he has done things that, that yeah, few in people in the NFL two, can say they've two done. Two full years ago, he did these things. He was good towards the he end of last year. He was amazing the last four games of last year with okay. nobody out there. All right, but you also have to take into account his full season. And I think this – look, the point is correct. Like, we don't know what Carson is, and that's a problem after four years. It is. You don't know what Carson is. Well, I think a lot of people would say they do know what Carson is, that, that that Carson is a super talented guy who needs the right pieces around him and, and can carry a team to a title. I think he can. But he hasn't but, shown that. But again, but isn't what, that the frustrating was, thing, Seltzer? Yes. What, no, again, like, isn't yes. Isn't that the frustrating thing? It feels like, it feels like there's always an excuse. Yes. Right? There's, he 
got no receivers, so it's, so it's not Carson's fault. Now he's got no line, right? Like, I, I think I'm with Elliott a lot of ways. It's, yeah. It's time to put up or shut up, I think. And, and also, like, look, people will hear this and think me and Matt are ripping on Carson. Well, this is not ripping on Carson. This is just being honest about where he's at in his career. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can't just give him credit for things he has not done yet. Well, again, but you also don't, you, you give, just him, said, you don't give him credit for things he has done. I have given – I gave him – look, in 2017, he was amazing. He was very good last year. He was the MVP of the league if he, he was get hurt. You're, yeah. I agree. Probably he is. And there are not many quarterbacks in the NFL who can say that they have that type of ceiling, that their ceiling is MVP in the league. Carson Wentz's ceiling is MVP in the league. That matters. But I, first of all, I think there are Thanks for the more call, quarterbacks than you would think that have that ceiling. Like, there's like 10 to 11. What? MVP of the league. All right. Let's take a back step. You're saying Carson's a guy that you know can, can take you to a yeah, championship. We've seen, he has me. not won a playoff game. Sure. So even though in four years he has not won a playoff game, you don't think they're going to get well, there this year? He's only played in one playoff game, but, and, he's and, and, he, and he got play. knocked out of it. Like, yeah, you I, know. But the, the results are what they are. So I just think for you to say Carson can definitely be a championship quarterback that can take you there, it's not true. Like, I didn't we don't say know. definitely. I believe he is. Like, of course, I like it's again. This is belief. Of course, we haven't seen him do it, but I believe he can do it. That is my point. But but there are quarterbacks in the league that you can say you know they can do it, and that's why I don't think he is a top six guy. He's more around ten or eleven because you don't know in these big in the biggest games what he's going. But again, to be. like I know there are guys like I'm sure you have Drew Brees and Tom Brady out of him. Like I don't like I think those guys are past their prime. I think Wentz is moving into his prime. Mm-hmm. I am rating that in how I evaluate quarterbacks. I'm talking if I'm going into the season right now and I have a NFL roster around a quarterback, how many people would if this is the quarterback I want first, this is the quarterback I want second, this is the quarterback I want third, Wentz would be sixth for me. It's him and Deshaun Watson, six seven right there and the Rays are close. So I think Deshaun Deshaun Watson's considerably better than Carson. Well, obviously we right? would disagree but, on that. But then. like even a guy, and you're gonna get mad at this name. Oh, and we don't have to get into a huge Kirk Carson. Yes, Kirk Cousins. I know where you're going. Went last year into New Orleans, beat the Saints. Has a better resume, in my opinion, than Carson does. Like, I just don't get why you consider and say Carson is better than Kirk Cousins when nothing really backs that up outside of the 2017. Like, that's it. My eyes back it up. I, again, him in those last four games. Like Carson Wentz is someone who has the ability to take less around him and raise it up. Kirk Cousins needs that around him to succeed. And he had it around him last year. He had Stephon Diggs. He had Adam Thielen. He had Dalvin Cook. He had, like, weapons around Mm -hmm. him. Like, Carson Wentz showed in those last four games last year that he can take Deontay Burnett, Rob Davis, and Greg Ward and this group of guys and carry them. I think the best quarterbacks in the NFL are those guys who can raise everyone around them, and we've seen Carson be able to do that. We've seen him do it for stretches. Fair. No, look, I'm not saying it's... And wouldn't you agree this is my belief. Is a big part of, of course the, yeah. it is, but this is my belief. This is what I believe we're going to get out of Carson Wentz. Now, right. obviously, there you could say, well, he hasn't done it yet. Fair. He's done it for small stretches of time, those 13 games in 2017. Four years longest. into his career. But again, there are so many mitigating factors here. Like, it's not like he didn't tear his ACL and then come back too quickly. He broke his freaking back. Like, yeah. he's just getting back to where he should be physically. We've talked about this a million times, but this is his first offseason since 2016 where he wasn't hurt like how is that not a valuable thing how is that not something that that you believe could maybe show that he could be better for longer and stay consistent and all that like there are mitigating factors that's why i think this year is so important for him and why you do want to see him win a playoff game because this will be the end by the end of the season will be the end of his fifth year 
five years in the NFL is not a short amount of time. I mean, that is a large, will probably end up being a large portion of Carson's career in Philadelphia, right? I mean, the chances of Carson playing here 10 years, I would say, are relatively slim. Oh, wow. No, I would. I mean, you hope for like 15 years. You and hope, you get but I'm 10, saying, like, not, a okay. lot of, not a lot of players. No, quarterbacks do, though. I mean, a lot of them do. Maybe not maybe. 15 years, but I mean, a lot of quarterbacks last longer than 10 years. I just don't think Matt is wrong to not know how to feel about Carson. To like, what? I th- what he said, I think, is how a lot of people actually do feel about Carson. Just unsure. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Hoboken and talk to Chuck. Hey buddy. Hey, what's up, Mr. Seltzer? How you doing, Chuck? Mr. Elliot sure loves polls. How you guys doing? <laughs> what up, man? How you doing? <laughs> We're good. We're actually I'm actually down the shore. Let me tell you something. I called you guys literally at like twelve fifty five. And in the meantime we have guests down in our house in LBI and I tripped over their freaking baby gate and I think I'd removed my pinky toe. No. All the way to get a cold beer. Yeah, sometimes you might need. Multiple in the meantime, it hung up on me because I dropped my earphones. It's been a long Saturday. <laughs> well, I've you know what? There, Nick brother. Foles didn't there. win the starting job, so it's been a rough twenty-four hours for me too. So I, I, I can right. I don't know what happened there, but yeah, hey man, look, I love Nick Foles. I pick on you, Elliot. I do but of too. Course I love I, yeah, yeah, again, I say that all the time. I'm the one. I think I think he's a better Eagle than you do. I'm the one who says he's the best quarterback <laughs> in Eagles history. You don't. But it's just weird. You would prioritize those things with Foles and then not hold Wentz to any of those standards. What are you talking about? Like, you think Foles... I love this. Oh, my God. I feel like it's my mom Sorry, and dad let, again. Sorry, we should let Chuck, what's on your mind? Man. He's having a rough day. Let's let him give the call. Man. We've, been, we've call, done this before. Call. I don't think... I think I we'll do it again. Yeah, that's like my mom and dad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. All right, so first of all, uh, shout out to Joe DiCamara. That was yes. awesome. That was Bigger awesome. Shout out to Amy. Assuming she's actually real. <laughs> uh, if she's real, she's awesome. But she actually let him leave the beach at like 6 30 this morning to it's come back and, and right that's cool yeah, that nice, is very cool of her nice lady um if you guys can pull up i don't know what the rules are there if you could pull up the joe conklin song on sydney jones remember me and mrs me and sydney jones last year yeah no it's a great one i don't know hey, where but, it is in the system i'm sure it's somewhere in there but it is a great one i'm with you oh it's fantastic i love the eagles this year um but uh, Elliot, you know, this is not Northeast Philly, like playing quarterback downhill with a seven-second rush in touch football. <laughs> right. He's got no line. <laughs> well, he may not have a line. Right. Hopefully he does. Well, and I, look, I, I agree. That is part of it. Like, that factors into what you can expect. But I don't think expecting Carson to win one playoff game is acting the, like asking the world. I'm not sitting in here saying, look, he has to be MVP this year. This is the year Carson has to take him to the Super Bowl. One playoff I, game. I, I, That's what I, I think I, should be expected of him. One playoff. Sorry, game. I was speaking over you. I, no, I, I, I do get that, and I do appreciate that. But it's also, I mean, at some point, if they're just, if the line is that bad, I mean, what can we do? Yeah, but at what point? Uh, yeah. Look, like at what point can we just like expect Carson to, the results to show up? Like this, the last caller said, it's always an excuse. Last year the receivers weren't very good. This year it's going to be the line. He's been injured. Like at what point is if they're paying him all this money? If he's a franchise guy, like at what point do we expect results? Like, does he have to have right. a, com- a completely healthy, perfect team with a great offensive? Like, if, if he needs all that. But then- again, this is not black and white. Like, you keep talking in black and white. There are grays. There are grays in here. There are mitigating factors. There are reasons that help explain things. Like, it's not excuses. It's a reason. It's a, it's a, something that you could say, oh, this happened because of this. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that sometimes you go too far with the, you know, just looking at the resume and this and that without looking at the, you know, gray areas in there, and I think there's a lot of gray area with Carson I, I do Wentz. acknowledge there's gray, there are gray areas, but I'm just saying after four years, like, you can only use, like, and I know you're saying there are reasons and not excuses, 
but whatever you want to call them, these mitigating factors can only be explained away around Carson for so long. I don't think four years is that long. Like, you make it seem like this is like some long Four years career. is a long time in the NFL. And again, in those four years, he has already had uh, 13 games of a season or 12 games of a season where he was the yes. MVP of the NFL. And then he's also had a, a four-game stretch at the end of the last year where the most recent stretch we saw him play where he literally threw a team on his back and carried them to the playoffs. Like, I think how does that stuff was, not matter? It does matter. It, that's why I think he is in the conversation to be a top-ten quarterback. Like, that stuff does matter. I just think to say he's six already and top five, like, it's, it's just – it's not true, and it's not fair to put upon him when he has not shown that. Yeah, again, it's not based on resume. It's based on what I believe he is heading into this season. So, you know. Well, I think we might disagree. No, really? <laughs> 215-592-9494. Get in on this Wentz conversation. And, again, cuts are coming in hot and heavy. Sidney Jones, Rasul Douglas, Sharif Miller, Joe Ostman, we believe are four of the eight cuts that we still need to make. Four left to go. We'll continue to cover that. As well, get involved, 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio. It's Elliot. It's James. We'll be right back. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. Elliot Short Parks, James Seltzer coming your way until 3 o'clock. Rob Ellis after that, and then a little Phillies Mets. All the Phillies do is win, Elliot. It's all they do. It's all they the do. Ho the hopes are high. Hopes are high, my hopes friend. Hopes are high. Well said. 10 out of 11. Pretty pretty exciting stuff. As, They're uh, a fun team to watch. Fun, again, think about this. It's a team that hadn't won more than four in a row since 2018, and now yeah. they've done it twice in the last 12 days. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, it's awesome. And, and like I just said, they're fun to watch because they win with like, – Because they rake. Yeah. Because they rake. There is yep, nothing more fun than watching a baseball team rake. And the craziest thing is they're doing this with Harper not even playing that yeah. well. No, it's been I – mean, He was hot early on, obviously. Yeah. But recently, at least, he's been a little cool. No, it's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun and impressive. And obviously, Phillies, Flyers. Now, if you want to call in about that, we'll obviously take your calls. But – Big Eagles Day as well, as we've already found out, that reportedly Sidney Jones, Rasul Douglas, Joe Osman, and Sharif Miller yeah. are out, Elliot. All players, I think, had a realistic shot of the 53-man roster. Yeah. I mean, Rasul has been getting – he was getting first-team reps at cornerback last week. Now, it's crazy. Even with Avante Healthy, he was getting those reps. Joe Osman has you know, had a, had a really good camp. I think that Joe Osman could be back on the uh, practice squad. And, again, the practice squad's a little different this year because you can have these guys dress on game day, or at least two of them. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's very surprising for sure. And I was, I was going back and looking at their drafts, and I would say out of the last 17 picks, how he's made six are contributing players and starters. Yeah, that's not it's good not, enough. Not terrible, but it's definitely it's, not good enough. It's not it's, good enough to be a great squad. You it, know? Well, it's also not good enough to be talked about as one of the best general managers. Yeah, no, I think, like, we were talking about him as infallible as, you know, up there with Belichick mm -hmm. and all that. Like, he's not. And, <laughs> and, he's just not. You know, I'm not ready to write off Howie Roseman, but. No, but I'm ready to say he's not one of the best general managers well, in football. I mean, there's, like, two of the main things that you get graded on as a GM. Managing the cap and the draft. Next year, the Eagles are in the worst cap situation of any team in the NFL. <laughs> and I think we can all agree, at best, his drafts have been. Slightly below average yep. over the last three years. So 2018 really saves them. Yeah, two one five, and hopefully this year, fingers yeah. crossed. Right, two one five five nine two, ninety four ninety four to weigh in on all that. Let's go to Collegeville and talk to Steve. Hey, Steve, what's going on, Go Birds Radio? <laughs> hey, up, buddy, how are you, Steve? I'm doing pretty good. So uh, I wanted to call in and say I I think Elliot's expectations for this team is pretty fair, actually. Not Thank Carson you. specifically, but this team. Yeah, no, look, I, I think that as a general thing, when you talk about this 
incarnation of Philadelphia Eagles football, like you always expect them to be a playoff contender and stuff. For me, it's just that so many things seem to be going the wrong way already. The O-line, the injuries, all that stuff that it just feels like it's heading in the wrong direction before we I start. I mean, there's no doubt it would help them with everything going wrong if they had a quarterback that could carry them. Right? I mean, I think we'd all yeah, agree sure. on that. Yeah, I yeah. agree. So, hopefully. Yeah, and I, I think our defense is actually so going to be much, really good this year. I think it could be, too. I, I really want Hargrave out there. I, he was a, a big reason I was excited about the defense. If he is, you know, if it's not a real concern, the injury, which Schwartz has made me a little nervous the way he's talked about it, um, I, I feel I feel good about the D. I, as well. I think the defense can be really good. Yeah. I mean, first of all, yeah. you know what you're getting with a Jim Schwartz. Love defense. Schwartz. He's yeah. consistent. His defenses. They'll have two or three games a year where they're really bad. But outside of that, they keep most teams to, you know, under 24 points, under 21 points around there. Uh, I think the Darius Slay signing is going to be uh, – or trade is going to work out well for them. I think Jalen Mills has looked awesome at safety so far in camp. Uh, Rodney McLeod's a very good player. So, yeah, I think the Eagles could have, like, a, a top 10 defense. I think they have a better chance of having a top 10 defense than a top 10 offense. Yeah, and I, I think it's like Carson's going to do his Randall Cunningham impersonation this year. Just just make some big plays and get us some points. Like it's not going to be pretty all year, but he, yeah. he's just well. Make look, it plays. wasn't pretty last year, right? <laughs> but they got it done in the end. Steve, thanks for the call, buddy. Yeah, there's no denying Carson is going to have to be. Carson's going to have to really make some things happen, and you hope that you know the young receivers step up. You hope they actually have some down the field weapons can open it up and all that. But we will see two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to South Philly and talk to our good buddy Darren. What up, Dave? What's up, brother man? What's up, Elliot? I don't tweet nobody back or text nobody. Uh, <laughs> you got to DM me, up? man. I'm better with the DMs. DM me on Twitter. Yeah. I got you. Man, look, you and Bart, you both don't like the answer no DMs. <laughs> but um, that's my cornerback, man. Why they yeah, cut my this boy is Rasul? Yeah, I was just about to say, <laughs> D, you have long, long been a Rasul guy. This is a tough day for you. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. You all right? No, I'm not. I need I need some tissues. I need some vodka. The only thing that's going to save me is the game seven win. <laughs> yeah, Although we need I think that. the camera just jinxed that. I, can't I don't know. I, I think it's gone the other way. Somehow the momentum has turned and the camera is actually the good luck charm and not the jinx. Who saw that coming? You, you do realize what a what a what a turn that. of a what a twist you of fate. You do realize, there. right? If we win the cup. We're never going to hear the end of it, right? Oh, yeah. Well, D, I don't think we hear the end of it ever with Joe anyway, no matter what, with everything. But if we win, I mean, I'll be happy to win the cup, but I do not want to hear. I would would make that sacrifice. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm 38 years old and I've never (laughs) seen the cup hoisted in Philadelphia. Yeah. Joe DeCameron get all the credit he deserves if they win the cup all in. I'm with you. Just as long as me and you are taking shots down broad, that's all I care about. I'm um, I'm with you, buddy. But um, I don't understand. So uh, what are we going to do at cornerback? Because Slay's one, who's two, and who's the nickel? Like, well, Maddox I, looks like the two for sure. Yeah, so, nickel, oh, Roby, Colbin. No. Is and, the, uh, what's his face still here? The, uh, the, the uh, seventh-round draft pick. The dude that I completely told that he still sucks because he gets beat by the double move. Oh, Jalen, he's a safety this year, Dave. Oh, I would. Well, you should have put Rasul back in safety over him. Jeez. Well, I think Jalen has had a. Jalen's a great, a yeah, great I feel good safety. About hey, hey, Elliot, I, I, I'll take your word for it because you see things I don't. But just trust me when I say this. I'm the biggest Rasul guy there is. Oh, me too. Safety. Yeah, yeah. It's actually but, something um, you both agree on. Both yeah, I'm a big Rasul. Rasul. I don't think Rasul ever got a fair shot here. In my he did. Yeah. It's one of the mind-boggling things. But my thing is this: Do we really think that uh, if how he doesn't pull something out of his behind and we don't make it to the Greece, the NFC championship game is how, I mean, is, is uh, Jeffrey really going to fire him? Because 
How do you all go Wentz? You guys have been saying it, but let's take a step further. With the exception of the year that he drafted Wentz, you know what I'm saying, he doesn't even have 10 draft picks, 10 solid draft picks since, you know, since he took back over from Chip. Like, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like, look. You're, you're, you're I, supposed to manage the cap. Well, look, I think he had the ND. Thanks for the call, as always. Look, he had that magical year. <laughs> you know, he yeah. had a, a perfect offseason where everything he did worked. Obviously not the draft, per se, but all the moves that built them up, every free agent signing, Blunt, Alsh, and all these things just worked. And I think maybe it's kind of clouded our view of who he really is. Well, I also, when we look at the draft picks, you know, you can rationalize, say, like, you know what, Derek Barnett's pretty good, right? Like, he's okay. I think he's a miss, but, like, ultimately what the real problem is, their best players are all older, and they're all free agent signings. Yep. Like, how you can you can justify some of the picks, but outside of really Carson at number two, who has been, like, a, a stud type, like, every week there guy for him? Well, yeah, I mean, like, Dallas Goddard, I guess, has the potential to be, you wouldn't say He's a backup. That, I mean, no, it, I know, I'm saying, I'm just saying he has right. the potential to be. Um, you can't, like, in terms of since 2016 we're talking, I mean, Jalen Mills is a seventh rounder in that draft. is a really good pick. Yes. Isaac Samalo in the third round looks like a very good That's pick. True. Big those V good picks, yeah. look like a good pick. Now he's gone, but those were good picks. But no, you can't say that he has drafted a, a true stud, a true star, other than once and since again, he came back. If you're going to pay Carson so much money, or really just all, any of these guys, I mean, Darius Slade next year, I think, is going to make over $10 million. Uh, Brandon Brooks is set to make over 10 Lane's going to make over 10 Alshon might not be here, but he's going to make over 10 if he is. Like, Great. like you have got to find lower-level paid talent. Like, guys that are making, like, $700,000 that are playing each week. They're, like, that's why drafting is so important. Yes. Like, that's the key is you get these guys on cheap contracts for the first four or five years of their career, and it makes such a difference in team building. Yeah, and again, again with Carson making all that money, I think you have to. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Southwest Philly and talk to Ike. Hey, buddy. What up, bro? How you doing, Ike? Good to hear your voice, um, man. I'm, man, I, I, I'm bad about Sydney. I I was a Sydney dude like my man was with Rasul. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, but I, I got to say it was fair. He had, he had some years. He had opportunities. Like, yeah, he had yeah, the yeah. chance. He ain't never come back. It seemed like he wasn't. For some reason, he did seem a little soft and everything. And maybe the injury made him get a little soft. He wasn't physical with receivers and stuff like that. Well, and I that, think that's so. kind of, I mean, you know, we saw in the All or Nothing show uh, last year where Malcolm kind of calls him out a little bit in that Vikings game. And in that Vikings game, you know, he, everyone struggled, but he was – he basically he was hurt and pulled himself out, and then the guy that went in gave up a touchdown. So like I, he just was not a Jim Schwartz guy. He wasn't yeah, like no his personality. Question. He's also quiet. Like he's a nice guy. We we had him on the players lounge show. He's just a quiet guy. And I just look at everyone else in that secondary. They're so different. They're loud. They're they're you know brash, yeah, confident. All that's that. not really who Sydney is. Hey yo, let me ask you. Let me ask you both. Like who you think that got cut got a good chance of coming back? Like because you know. I'm I'm be honest with you. I love the boy Killings, and I yeah. like the boy Michael Warren, and I think that they could be good down the road. And I know somebody might snatch them up. I, I just think if you seen them in college, because I swear I see some Darren Sproles from when he was in college, not Darren Sproles when he was in the league. But Darren, <laughs> I like Darren so. at Kansas State. I thought he was awesome. Yeah. Well, the good Y'all news love is the show always, I, man. Y'all man thanks for the call, thanks. man. We appreciate it. E, what uh of the guys who've been cut. 
you know, who do you think has a good chance to come back to the roster or the practice squad? And then let's get your guesses for the last, what is it, four cuts left. Who would you guess if you, yeah. if you had to? So, I look, the good news is with the Eagles making their cuts the day they did, they, I mean, most teams aren't making all their cuts until today. The Eagles made their first round of cuts on Thursday. So a lot of these guys they've cut have already cleared waivers. Adrian Killens, he just brought up, he's cleared waivers. Michael Warren, these guys have cleared waivers. So they can come back to the Eagles if they want. Graylin Arnold. The undrafted safety, I believe he tweeted he's already come back to the team. So you will see a lot of these guys come back. I think Killens will be back. I think Michael Warren will probably be back, although I wonder if they're going to want to carry Holyfield, Killens, and Warren on the practice squad. The final cuts. How, I mean, real quick, how would you rank those guys for most likely to come back, those three? I think Adrian Killens is first, just because I think he has a quality that others don't in terms of his uh, speed. returning yeah. and all that stuff. I would stuff say too. Holyfield second, uh, Lyle, Warren and third. Then Warren okay. third, yeah. Um, if you look at the rest of the roster so far, so another, according to a report, I saw Sua Opeta has been cut. So that's not overly surprising. He was, you know, a backup, and I didn't think he played that well in camp. So uh, you look at, let's see, I think Casey Tool, Gennard, it looks like Jannard Avery is going to make the team. Again, this is now an hour and a half in the show, and we don't even bring him up. Yeah. Like, we're talking about all these cuts at defensive end. Mm-hmm. When, when, when we found out that uh, Miller was cut, our initial reaction was, well, I guess Casey Tool and Joe Osman made it. Yeah. We didn't even think of Jannard Avery. We didn't Avery. even think, which is crazy. They traded a fourth-round pick for him last yeah. year. Alex Singleton still on the roster. I think Marcus Epps is going to be released, if I had to guess, the, the safety. I think they're going to keep Rudy Ford. Um, but then again, my 53-man roster. Yeah, maybe we yet. shouldn't be asking. I don't know if yet. I want this on uh, on record. But that's, <laughs> yeah, that, that's who I think is going to happen. And then the tight end, it looks like Noah uh, Tongia is going to make it. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Elliot, I don't know if you've ever talked directly with this car. I don't know if he's called our show yet, but the best laugh in the business. Wow. Let's go to Santa Barbara and talk to Jack. Hey, Jack. Hey, Jimmy. It's an infectious <laughs> laugh. It just I was say, gets coming you. from a guy that has a great laugh himself. So you think I'm smile a lot? You think I'm a happy guy? Right. Jack is is always in a great mood. Awesome. Hey, uh, I want to give props to Joe for you held his feet to the fire, and so did John Ritchie, and he delivered. Yeah, so. no, no, nothing but credit. Nothing but credit yeah. for Joey D. Yeah. yeah. Elliot. What up? Uh, I've been calling WIP for 20 years, so I'm, I'm a loyal caller, and, uh, you know, I, I'm, on, uh, I'm on Facebook. So I go on Facebook one day, and I'm looking at you up against Jack Fritz. Oh, man. What, what, what are you thinking? <laughs> oh, man. Wasn't my lucky what? day. I'll say that. Wasn't my lucky what day. What were you thinking, Elliot? <laughs> well, uh, look, I— I still believe that I could luck into a home run. I do. It just was not my day. Um, I would have hoped that experience would show you you couldn't. Well, first of all, I made contact a few times. I made contact. Let's not overlook the fact that (laughs) people didn't think I could make. Soft foul balls and one ground. That's exactly right. People said I couldn't make contact. I made contact five to six times. Here's the suggestion, okay? The next time you want to do this, because Joe's bragging about how he's hitting the ball at fantasy camp, let the two of you go out there and make, Make it be between the two of you. Which which of you gets closer to hitting the ball from a guy who pitched in college? Well, I, I mean, I would like, gladly do that if uh, if Joe was up to it. You know, he's busy carrying flyers. I mean, I, flyers was one, right I, was I will say to, this: no offense to Elliot, I think Joe is a better hitter than Elliot. I feel very mind, confident about that. I have not that. swung a bat in probably twenty years. Yeah, and Joe like and at least to went to fantasy camp contact, and like, and face hitters. Joe is definitely better than Elliot. No offense. Elliot. Well, you give it time. I'll so, practice a little. So on the Eagles, Elliot, mm-hmm. um, it sounds like we're getting fast. 
at, at the at the wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I look, their their young receivers are are fast for sure, and they've had great camps. John Hightower has been awesome. Quez Watkins has been awesome. He he is currently injured, but uh, I think he's been really good. Deontay Burnett, who could be back, uh, is also pretty fast, and then obviously Jalen Rager too. So yeah, their offense when they're healthy should be much quicker than it was last year. We just need the offensive line to protect long enough for those. You need cars to that be more matter, right? Hey, uh-huh. When I hear Mike Quick saying Hightower is someone that he he likes what he sees, mm-hmm. that that sounds good to me going forward. And uh, and by the way, I am LTTB. Okay. And I don't think after that pass that he made to Sanders. Oh, Anyone needs to ask a question about how good that quarterback Jack, what is. Jack, what a about... pleasure, my friend. A pleasure as always. We'll talk to you soon. Is he talking about the throw to He's Sanders? He's talking about the th- in the corner of the end zone, okay. the, the dart on yeah. the run. Like... I thought he was talking about the one in the Seahawks game where he threw about eight yards. No, he's talking back. about the amazing okay. throw. Well, I agree. The... That was a throw, you know, maybe only Patrick Mahomes can yeah, make. Yeah, seriously. Sure. But that's not Carson's problem. Carson's problem is consistency from the pocket. 215-592-9494. One more segment to go. We'll see if any more Eagles cuts come down during our show. We'll continue to react to them. And, of course, Carson Wentz. All that leading you up to Robbie E at three. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. But let me remind you that the playoffs are here. Hockey, basketball, baseball action continuing. We got a hot team here in Philly. And football is right around the corner. So many of the Go Birds faithful have already joined us and set up their accounts and are having a blast. Legally betting on sports makes the games more fun. Like you, we all love the home teams. And that's why we go to the home team and have the home field advantage when it comes to sports betting. My team at Parks Casino Sportsbook is right here in Bucks County, and that means your money, your action, are safe and secure on their easy-to-use sports betting app. The only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania. And as I've been saying all show here, you can go right now to this app and get Philadelphia Hockey Game 7 action tonight. They are an underdog, plus 112. They're going to win. I feel good about the game Make a little money while you also enjoy our team moving on to the next round. The Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Bet with the best. Sign up now. Get a risk-free bet of up to $500. Yes, $500. Download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use the promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet of up to $500. That's P-A-R-X casino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is refunded on your loss as a free bet. Final segment for Go Birds Radio presented by Park Sportsbook and Casino. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer. Here with you, Robbie E. Rob Ellis coming up next. I'm sure he'll be talking about the Eagles cuts that are coming down. Of course, Phillies, Flyers, so much good stuff to get into, so... Definitely get involved, 215-592-9494. Elliot, any more news in there? Are we all right right now? Do we have any more cuts coming through? Not not right now. Okay. Eagles have another hour, but I'm looking at the roster, and I'm wondering if they're going to keep Alshon on the 53 and then just have him on the 53 because you can't put him on IR. But right now I have them, I think, at 54 players, and that's including Alshon. So there will be one more cut, but I'm just curious, how would you feel if they did that? If you know they cut a guy – like a, like a Joe Osman or a younger player, so that Alshon can have a spot on the roster. 
And then if you keep him on the 53, he can then, I mean, he can really play whenever, but he's probably, if they keep him, I would guess that means he's back by week like five. Yeah, I'm good on Alshon. That's how I feel. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm good. I would rather, I'd rather look, John Hightower Thanks for the Deontay Super Burnett. Bowl. Yeah. Let's go. I want to see what these young kids, I agree with you. Yeah, so that, I would lean that way. I would have kept Deontay Burnett over Alshon. Yeah. I, like, I, I, I wouldn't see the young guys get out there with Carson. And then, like, we'll see if any of these guys they cut today get claimed. But to lose a young player that potentially could have helped you. Now, you know, some of these guys have just not been good, like right. Sharif Miller. But Joe Osman, right? I think he has upside. I think you've, you've, he had a great training camp. If he gets claimed and you lose him because of Alshon, that just feels like, like, what are we doing here? Like, Alshon's not going to be back in 2021. At least I would assume not. So you're risking these younger guys to keep Alshon. I just, I don't think it makes much sense. Yeah. Well, that's why I think the roster isn't necessarily set up to win in 2022. Carson's going to have to be special. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Mount Laurel and talk to our good friend, Dennis. Hey, Dennis, how are you, buddy? Shelts, man. How you doing today, I'm son? I'm good, man. It's good to hear your voice. What's on your mind today, Dennis? Extra sensory perception. How you doing today? Oh, that's a good one. I like that. That's good work right Very there. Very good job. Yeah. Good, good uh, talk to you, man. Thanks for calling in. So, so I'm listening to Howard this morning, bloviating, and who comes on live? The Hammer. The original bloviator. Yeah, the original bloviator and Jabberwocky too. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like that he kept his word and came in. Me too. But he, I, on, respect. Power move by yeah. him. On the birds, I can't believe these cuts. Yeah, wow. I agree. Surprising, Dennis. What do you make of it? Well, was uh, Joe? What was uh, what was Howie's assistant? Joe uh, went to the Jets. Douglas. Douglas. Yeah. Yes. I like was calling him Howie's assistant. <laughs> <laughs> was he no. involved in those picks? Uh, well, which ones? He was involved Sydney, in. Sydney. Yeah. Derek. Uh, Derek Barnett. All three uh, th- of them. That Shreve draft. Miller. Yeah. yeah, and Shreve Miller. He was involved in that draft too, yes. right? So yes. Yeah, it's not a good resume for their draft selections. Um, so, but I I do like that they cut him because if they can't play and. I go with you guys. Look in with, out with the old and in with the new with the Eagles. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I feel 100%. too, Dan. Especially when you're risking good. losing these guys. That's the other thing too. You're risking right. them to keep these older players. And I feel good uh, since the Hammer and and uh, Howard both picked the Flyers tonight. I'll wear my orange and black, and I'll be rooting for them. There you go. I love it, Dan. A pleasure, man. I'll talk to you this week. Uh, so, Jay, you got, got it, a, my man. I got See a question then. about the cup. Yes. Is this like only the camera touches it? Yeah, that's okay. been the way. Like I, we, I, I like we. I the first day he brought it in, I touched it just to see right. how big and heavy it was. Being a thing. Yeah, so it's just been the camera. So okay, I was just curious. Stay away from. Right, it. I will not I, touch it. Please don't mess. With I don't want to get involved in that. Somehow this turned into something we all care about in a big <laughs> way. So let's leave it at that. Let's go to Lancaster and talk to Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Ryan. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, buddy, what's on your mind today, my friend? So I'm a little concerned about. Um, our cornerback depth right now, getting rid of Jones and Douglas. I mean, yeah. I know neither of them were, you know, going to start for us. But I mean, if Slayer Max goes down, um, I mean, I don't really have that much faith in Craig James stepping up or even Craven LeBlanc. I think he's probably more of a nickel guy. So I just wanted to hear your guys' thoughts on well, that. The interesting thing is, too. I mean, I like Craven, but he's only ever played on the inside. So of the Five cornerbacks looks like you'll have on the initial 53-man roster. You have uh, Roby Coleman, who plays nickel, LeBlanc, who plays nickel. Then you have Slay Maddox and Craig James as the only three that took reps it's on the outside. not a lot of room for error and, there. And Avante is currently dealing with an injury. At least he was the last time we saw him. I, we haven't been with the team for two days. but So that is concerning. Again, I do think you'll see them bring guys from the practice squad up, but you can't go into a game 
with five cornerbacks when one of them's already dealing with a lower body injury. I mean, it it's recipe for disaster because if one of them goes down, yeah, you have a backup at nickel. Maybe they think Cravon can play outside, but he did not get any reps on the outside in a training camp. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys think there's any possibility that maybe if we do deal with a bunch of injuries at the corner, that maybe we move Mills back down and try and work somehow at safety? Or I think the Will what? Parks injury makes that tougher. I know yeah, they have yeah. Kevon Wallace, but I, you know, your safety depth already has kind of been hurt a little bit, and I think they like Mills there from everything we've heard. Yeah, and he's been good there too. So, and, I mean, look, continu- it's an interesting thought, Ryan. And continuity but- is so important there too. Like him and McLeod have to be on the same page. So if you put someone else in Mills' spot, there is that growing pain you could potentially go with. Yeah, definitely. And I, I like Mills at safety, too. I mean, I think he's way better suited just with his skill set and everything mm-hmm. to play safety. I'm excited to see him back there. Me yeah, too, Ryan. Thanks great. for the call. And look, it's good to have versatility, right? It's good that, like, in a worst-case scenario, you have guys who can move around or whatever. But I think for now, they'd prefer to keep Mills at safety. Let's go to Philly and talk to Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going? What up, man? What's on your mind today? Oh man! First off, I just wanted to let—I I wanted to say this to you directly, man. You are funny. Like everything that you said about hitting the baseball, scoring the scoring the goal, <laughs> getting the touchdown—it is all impossible unless you're a pro athlete. Thank you. you are well, Mike, I, I disagree, I just, but I, I appreciate the compliment. Yeah. I appreciate. Again, it. I think maybe he could hit a wide open jump shot in an NBA game if there was no <laughs> one guarding him. Maybe, but that's it. I don't know, man. I think I could. Dude, I was even saying you might even have a better shot of scoring a goal. I think there's no question he would just Just stand like if he just stands in front of the net and screens the goalie and once in a while a puck might bounce off him and go in the net. That is not just more likely than hitting a home run in a major league ballpark. Light years. Infinitely more likely. I can skate out to in front of the net, stand there with all these huge people around me, and the puck's going to bounce off me. Again, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm saying it's that much more likely than you hitting a ball out of a major league park. It's crazy. This is crazy. It's not. All I have to do is swing. We were talking about with the whole thing with Ertz, man. I, I, mm. I don't usually call in, but I had to call in. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't want to get rid of Ertz. I don't because I love him. But I'm going to tell you right now that if at his prime and as good as he is right now, if we could trade him for a an amazing player, and I'm not, that's not my job to tell you who or what mm. position, but if you could trade him right now at his prime for somebody that's going to last at least another seven years, that's going to be also – as good or better, why wouldn't you do it? Well, yeah, I mean, look, if, we you get, if, you get an offer, if you get an offer for a way better player, I mean, you consider it. But I think the thing people miss about just trading Ertz, though, is, like, he's been their best, most consistent player on offense. Like, all offseason, we talked about how the Eagles need to get more uh, Carson more help, how they need to work on their skill position players. I get that Goddard has potential, but potential is different than production. And Ertz goes out there no. every week, and he's amazingly You're consistent. Right. So. So yeah, so yeah. Right. Are there players it, in the Goddard league? Goddard has okay. like he's the new, he's the up and coming, and granted, he could just he could fail two years from now. We don't know, but at the same time, I'm not saying we're going to get Julio for him. But if we can get Julio for him, you're going to sit there and tell me you wouldn't trade him. <laughs> Mike, yeah, great yeah. call, Julio's, man. Thanks for Julio's making old, it. Old, I mean, Julio. Yeah, I mean, look, Julio's really good. They're the same age. Yeah, I would probably. Right? I would probably. Yeah, do of that, course. But, but again, I, I think that. You're not getting a Julio Jones type player for Ertz. If you're trading Ertz, it's more likely for like a second round pick or something. Yeah, like something that. like a first round pick. Yeah, oh, actually, Howie, I don't think you would get a first. And with Howie, it's like, do we really want him? That's a good point. Trade him. And that's my thing too. Like everyone says, we'll just do God. Like you know, Goddard will just step in. We have no idea if Goddard can do it full time. I want to see him do it before I'm trading. And, and by the way, guess what? Goddard gets paid next year too. Like this is not right. like so. It's you're not like it's a super cheap. Money. Exactly. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I, I think that's a tough spot. All right. Um, we will be back next Saturday, 1 and 3, talking about a Eagles football yes. game the next day. Yes. Elliot, how about that? Uh, until then, check us out at GoBirdsBot on Twitter, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all the places you find podcasts. We are there. Check us out, rate and review, all that good stuff. Three pods a week, plus, of course, our Saturday show. So we will keep it rolling. Coming up next, the one, the only, the legend. The legend is exactly You're right. Damn right, man. Yeah. Rob Ellis is coming up next, taking you up to Phillies Mets. We'll see if the Phillies can win another. A lot to get into with Rob. So get online, 215-592-9494. Elliot and I will be back next week. It's Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. We'll see you guys later.